This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mouse to Page. I want to be the guy that walks backwards on the, on the, uh, at the Haunted Mansion when you get on We are both elementary school teachers. That's right, two brave men. <laughs> two brave men and a women's team. Hello, this is David from Star Tours, and I just helped a Nick's son build his very first lightsaber. Have an idea? Question? Or want to share your experiences on the show? Contact Nick and Dave anytime. Email them at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Text them at 407-674-0414. Follow Nick and Dave on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Listen to Nick and Dave on iTunes, Podcast Addict, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher Radio. Simply search for Mousecapades Podcast. Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts, Nick and Dave. Welcome back once again to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears. Yes, it is another episode of the Nick and Dave Mousecapades Podcast. It is that time. It's Saturday morning. We have some news, some rumors for you. Dave's going to hook you up with some history. Dave, you ready? Because here we go. Ready for some weekend. Let's do it. All right, dude. So let's talk about some news. You know, have you ever taken your boy, have you taken Max to the um, the Pixar thing over at Epcot, the Crush, the Talking Turtle? Have you done that? No, we did it with Mia when she was younger. We have not done it with Max. We thought it, he was too too young still, and it might scare him a little bit. Oh, it's cool, dude. We took we took Colin last last year, and it was cool because he was one of the kids that was picked out to talk mm-hmm. to Crush, and he was just talking to him, and uh, it was funny because he was asking who his daddy was, and Colin came up to me and pointed to me, and Crush was totally making fun of me the whole time because of my responses <laughs> and stuff, which was awesome. Um, it was cool because he's like, "Come here, little guy," you know, talking to him, and he's like, "Your dad's a minnow." Yeah, yeah, your, your dad's <laughs> the same size as you. So, anywho, so yeah, Finding Dory characters are finally coming to the to the Talking Turtle Crush there at Epcot, which is kind of cool. I'm glad they're going to incorporate more characters in this event. More than just Crush, then, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. it's it's kind of cool. Yeah, so more than just Crush. Nice. Yeah, definitely. There's some details on um. The Fulton Crab House, you know, the Fulton's Crab House there at uh, Disney Springs. It's yeah. been going through some refurbs, by the way, just to give you a heads up. Um, it will be closing soon and undergo a huge makeover. Uh, apparently, they're bringing in some, like, new, luxurious, new modern interior and rooftop lounge. So I think that Ooh. seems to be the new thing there out on the lake is the whole, you know, just the whole private rooftop lounge stuff that... Yeah. You know, we're seeing it in some other restaurants as as well out in that area in Disney Springs with the private dining areas. So that's all good, man. It seems like they're going to be doing it up just nice, you know? Yeah, and I read this week that Disney Springs, like, doubled with the opening of a lot of new establishments this week. So that's pretty cool for them because uh, it seems like things are finally starting to take shape and become the Disney Springs they want it to be. Yeah, definitely. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be freaking amazing. Um, by the way, you're just going to miss this, dude. The Rivers of Light at Animal Kingdom is the uh, debut on April 22nd. Oh. You're just going to be getting back from your half marathon, the Dark Side Marathon. So you're going to miss that. So It's going to be too crowded the first night anyway. Nobody goes to the first night. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> here's something over better. at California Adventure. Zootopia is coming out. Actually, a pro- actually I think it's going to be out by the time the listeners are listening to this. I'm holding off to take Colin. 
so I'm not going to go while I'm out here at Whiteman Air Force Base, but there's going to be a new meet and greet area coming soon to California Adventure, and you're also going to have that as well at the Magic Kingdom. You know the uh, Magic Kingdom's Move It, Shake It, Dance, and Play It street party that yeah. they have? So Zootopia characters are going to join that as well. So I bet that's really, I bet that's pretty cute. I bet it's, I bet it's, I bet it's fun. They're going to roll know? out the Zootopia everywhere now, huh? Yeah, I guess, dude, it's looking sweet. I mean, have you seen all the trailers for that? No, but you know what trailer I did watch today? What, you have not seen the trailer for that? Well, I've seen a lot. We oh, posted dude, I love the trailer. When they, when they go in the We'd... DMV and the sloths are working. Yeah, and it's dude, full and of they sloths. come back out and it's it's nighttime. <laughs> it's like we, yeah, we posted some of that some of the trailers for that movie when we had right. that talk about it, all the movies coming out. Yeah, animation. but hey, so listen, Finding Dory trailer came out on uh, the night that we're recording here, which is Wednesday night. Uh, the Finding Dory trailer came out. Oh, dude, I'm gonna have to look that up when we cut out here. So that one's coming up soon. Can't wait, dude. It's like four years in the making. So have you uh, have you ever used Uber? No. Okay, so I'm kind of cautious about that as well. I know a lot of people who've made a lot of money with it, but Uber has always been around the Orlando area, and I've heard about, you know, you can, if you pay like an extra 10 bucks or something like that, uh, 10 or 20, it's called Family Uber, where they have a car seat for your child. Well, in the Orlando area, you know, with Universal and Walt Disney World, uh, a lot of families take Uber from the airport but one big problem, they don't have car seats for kiddos. Well, now apparently Uber family has now arrived in Orlando. Uh, and the service areas include, so if you're heading down there, Orlando International Airport, Disney theme parks and resorts, Universal theme parks and resorts, SeaWorld, and the Four Corners Resort. So kind of scary. I don't know if I would trust Uber. Um, I don't know. Just kind of weird. The, the you know the the world we live in, right, Dave? The social yeah. media stuff and the, and the apps, and you're just trusting someone to show up. I mean, I, I guess it's sort of like a cab, right? I mean, and I I wonder how many people that have kids like that just put their kids in the back seat with them and hold on tight to them. I I don't know, man. Or and what the rules are on Uber being able to say, oh, you know what? I'm not going to look back there. So if you don't have your kid in a car seat, it's okay with me. So one area that I do want you to visit when you go out there in April, Dave, and you have to pick me up some cards. No if and buts about it. Main gate. Yeah, I got it. What? The sorcerer. Uh, yes. The sorcerer's quest thing. That yes. They have. I need you to pick <laughs> me up some more cards, buddy. Um, if you can do that, I understand if you want to pick them up for Mia and and Max as well, uh, and give them and just give it to them. I get it. But but if you can pick some up for me, pick some up for me. All right. I will. I will give so, it a shot. You, we all know where that's at, the Liberty Square location for Sorcerer's Mickey. You've been in there. I've been in there. We've signed up, got the cards. I usually don't play the game. I head out. I take the cards and never look at them again, right? Yeah. So, no, I get them out and look at them. I keep telling myself, though, I'm going to create a game for that on top of what, you know, the, the game board that comes with it and stuff like that that you take home. But just keep in mind, if you plan on going to Disney World and you want to play that with your family, the location has changed. Now you have to go to the Main Street Firehouse. Oh really? I yeah. thought it was. I thought that you could always get them at guest services as well. No, no, it was right there. No, uh, well, no, it was on the opposite side of guest services. Okay. Yeah, you know, you have the bathrooms in between, right? And the viewing area for Aurora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was on the opposite side. Um, let's see here. No, we'll skip that. Uh, we'll skip that. Um. 
California Adventure. They're announcing the Food and Wine Celebrity Chefs and uh, Chef Seminar, by the way. So if you want to go out there for that, let's check out the date uh, on that guy, the summer event. You're looking at the California Adventure Food and Wine Festival, April 1st through May 1st, by the way. Um, it's at the Celebrity Kitchen, which is stage 17, apparently. The cost is going to be about 100 bucks. It's, it says 99 so... There you go. You can get the VIP service for $150. So they have their schedule online, so check it out at uh, WDWinfo.com. Just give you a heads up. Check that out. I'd do it. Would I like you? me some good food. Would, yeah, would dude. you? I wonder if this is just like their version of uh, Food and Wine Festival. I at, think it is. Epcot. I think it is, man. Um, California you know, Chefs, man. That's good stuff. Safari. Uh, they've been wanting to do a nighttime safari. Well, and Kilimanjaro safaris? Yes. yes. Yeah. Which they are. It's now open to the public. The night safari at Animal Kingdom Lodge is now named the Starlight Safari. So you can go ahead and take care of that. That's pretty cool. Sweet. Just watch out for falling snakes out of trees and grandmas <laughs> that faint over with heart attacks two days later. Oh, that's so true. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Right? <laughs> that's just... ridiculous. Okay. So let's talk about this. Magic Kingdom waitress, right? sues over lost income so talking about people who are suing right yeah so her name is drum roll please totally american i bet jasmine oh okay jasmine sandoval she's a server at the plaza restaurant in the magic kingdom uh she's been working there since 2011 uh looks like she left the company the walt disney company there in 2015 She's apparently suing over lost wages. She claims that she spent over 20% of her day washing dishes, restocking, and other tasks, and which took her away from, like, you know, waiting on people and receiving tips. Right. And that she earned lower wages than a server. So I guess – I don't know if we're getting the whole story here. It doesn't sound like it. it sort of sounds like – Because she stunk as a waitress, she didn't get good tips is what they're saying. Right. She's too busy washing dishes. Right, okay. and that's and that's where they put her apparently. So whatever, dude. I don't know. Um, I totally thought you were going another av- avenue with that story. That's why I said got to be an American name. I thought you were going to pull up the story again about the the uh, jobs being taken away from Americans. No, but have you seen that? <laughs> and dude, I saw it is insane. Yeah, I think earlier this week, and I thought that's where you're going with the story. And I was that, like, okay, that dude was crying that. with the yeah. HB visas. I mean, how hu- humiliating. All right. I mean, I didn't even say that right. <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, dude, how awful you got these dudes, these IT workers, and they're told, and you saw the video. You saw the video that I sent you. This dude is crying. What was he before? He was before the house? Is that where yeah, he was? he was testifying. He's yeah. testifying in front of the house, and uh, he's bawling his eyes out saying how humiliated he was because he was told to train the foreign replacement Right. And as he's training this guy, he's just thinking the whole time that I've been told I will not have a job as of today if I don't train this guy. So I have to train this guy so I can have a job for the next 30 days and get paid. And then I'm going to be cut. Dude, how awful is that? And they're going to make lower wages than than I mean, it's just it's just insane. Dudes that aren't really qualified from overseas taking American jobs away. Right. Mm hmm. And I just train them wrong. I, th- I think I'm pretty convinced about that. I just leave little things out of their training that would make everything go wrong. It's like that South Park. They yeah. think our jobs. <laughs> so anywho, um, 
getting back to Jasmine's case, Sandoval. Sorry, dude, she, I got no, you off track. No, 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 it's it a good one though. Um, she wants back pay, interest, and legal fees plus damages. She claims this total is over fifteen thousand dollars. Hmm. For a waitress. Yeah, for a waitress. Okay then. Good luck, Jasmine. So interesting. You know, they're still continuing same day reservations for the Skipper Canteen. You know, I'm going heading down there in June with Colin, and I was taking a look at this uh, menu. As much as I want to go to the Skipper Canteen, I think I will just to walk around. Right. The menu for me wasn't really that appealing, and that's because I'm just a picky eater. But you know, I'm sure like you would love to eat there, Dave. Right. But anywho. Yeah, I think we've heard a couple people give reviews of it, and it wasn't the greatest. Really? Like the service was bad or something like that. Yeah, and it was like they were expecting so much more from it. And, and maybe they hyped it up because it's been such a long time coming with this Jungle Cruise-themed restaurant. But um, I haven't heard a ton of good things about it, to be honest. So you you were talking about uh, retailers that are joining Disney Springs. And yeah. there's an actor. Did you see the list online? No, I just saw that it was approximately doubling the retail list that was there before. So just, yeah, it's amazing. Let's see here. Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. It looks like about 40 more places are going to join. Here's just a few. Beginning May of 2016, so May of this year, um, you're going to have places like uh, Kate Spade, New York, right? Under Armour. Um, Let's see here. Lucky Brand. Uh, Another Coca-Cola store or whatever. (laughs) Trophy Room. Uh, Alex and Annie, uh, Shore, American Threads, um, a lot, just a lot of stuff that's coming um, to Disney Springs. I love this one. Everything but water. That sounds like it's right down your alley, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, so that's all I have in the news for you, buddy. I'm ready for you. So I'm going to miss this later on, dude, this month when you're not saying this anymore. Why don't you take us back? Let's do it traveling backwards in time right now we're leaving the world of today behind so if your imagination is ready here we go all right we're kicking off this week in disney history march 5th through march 11th we're going march 5th first 1983 you're gonna love this nick i know you're gonna love it this was the date that journey into imagination officially opened at epcot's future world yeah you gotta love the 80s that's all i have to say on that one yeah so this uh nick hates this ride and it's it the funny thing about this ride is that it started off with figment and then they lost figment and they got rid of them and people were so pissed off that they lost figment that they they brought them back into the ride which is one of the funny things because like who cares i mean figment is probably the most annoying thing about this ride yeah, he's sort of like Jar Jar Binks, by the way. Exactly. And one of the cool things that I didn't know until I started doing the research on history of this is that, you know, the the song, One Little Spark, the one little spark. Dan, dan, yes. Dan, dan. Okay. Sherman Brothers song. Nuh-uh. Yeah, dude, they wrote it. So uh, I really? did not know that. That's one of their songs. Man, they wrote everything. I bet you, I bet you the melody isn't the same. I bet you it was a different melody. I don't right, know. So I don't speak, know. So speaking of the Sherman Brothers, that's our next date in Disney history, March 5th, 2012. Pretty recent. This was a, a day that one half of the Sherman Brothers, Robert Sherman, um, won himself – well, didn't win himself. He earned himself um, a spot. Go 
don't hurt yourself. This. No, I know. Don't I have hurt to yourself go back here. He oh, earned his spot on. Yeah, dude. No, I was. That's why I had to go back and read it because I was thinking about something else that I read. It's actually we need to change this up. It's a horrible day. Um, because Let's go I, to a different I, day. Yeah, it's still March fifth, two thousand twelve. It's still Robert Sherman. Um, this was uh, the day that he passed away. See, so now that's I feel bad. That's an awful day, dude. Now that's awful. And I never report on deaths, but the no, guy was, you never do. The guy was so important that I just I looked at that and I was like, oh man. So he the, earned himself. Yeah. He earned himself some death. <laughs> that, see, this is what this is why I don't oh, I don't geez. ever write things down word for word. I always just read them and then talk about uh, it. So. See, there you go. You should do what I do and uh, write everything down. Might be too rehearsed. So I was thinking about a different date uh, from this day in history. It must have been a day that I didn't write down where uh, the Sherman brothers earned themselves a window on Main Street, and. Uh, I guess I didn't write that one down. Yeah. I wrote this one down and said because that's – I mean that's sad. That's like a legend. I mean he's what a Disney his legend. His brother's still like, alive, right? Yeah, still kicking. He's not, yeah, not I, too I thought he just, popped up in, he just popped up in the news recently about something. And it's so sad. He died. He, was, he lived in London. He moved to London and never really had conversations with his brother. Like that's the kind of the dynamic these two guys had is, is fascinating to me is that they, they made such magic like – I'm going to probably talk about them again here in a few minutes, but they they did so much like any single musical thing that Disney did back then. They had their name on it, and it's almost like they couldn't stand each other. I know why he popped in the news, popped on the news, because it's it's March and he died in March. So that's probably why he made the news. Celebrating the anniversary of his death. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we'll move on. Um, you want to know what the what the Sherman Brothers did? Look it up. The list is incredibly long, too long to even say. And there's so, a movie on the Sherman Brothers, and I forget yeah. what it's called. Something boys. Uh, it's a documentary, and I I knew you yeah, were gonna you ask can that. Google it and find it. Oh well, it's it's really good though, and I will find it and put it in the show notes. I'll put like a trailer in the show notes. Uh, March fifth, two thousand twelve. That was that was that one. So we move two days forward. March seventh, nineteen forty two. Michael Eisner back in the news. Born. Born 1942. Okay, I was going to say, because we know he wasn't in the war. <laughs> no, dude. Born 1942. This guy, he turned the company around. And speaking of the movies, you know, we talk about this one all the time. But Waking Sleeping Beauty, is he was a huge part of that and yeah, the turnaround of the company. Man. So As much as a bad rap that guy gets, he also gets a lot of a good rap at the same time. Oh, I don't know if they would have made it without him. I think they wouldn't have. It was totally going downhill, and he turned it he around. So that's why him. I announced his birthday because he's a super important guy. He brought in people like Elton John, you know. I mean, just yeah. And he brought in uh, Howard Sherman or Howard Ashman, excuse me, Howard, Howard, Ashman. Howard Ashman from Broadway. Yeah, you know, with his connections and just dude, it's history after that. Happy birthday, Michael Eisner! If you're listening, I could use a million. Yeah. Oh, so are you, are you doing the whole Kanye West thing now? Why don't you tweet yeah, yeah. that out? Zucker- I'm gonna put up a Zuckerberg. GoFundMe site. Yeah. GoFundMe, Michael Eisner. There you go. Anyway, dude, same day, March seventh, two thousand eight. This time, Disney legend Bob Gurr. See, now this is where I got my facts situated wrong. Bob Gurr was a Disney legend, and he received himself a window on Main Street at USA. The 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 phrase or the saying goes that if it has wheels in a Disney park, Bob Gurr is the one that invented it. Okay. He founded the Omnimover, all the Main Street vehicles. He had a big part in the monorail. He was big on Autopia. And I have a, I, if my memory serves me right, it might, I think that he, well, yeah, that, that's what he did. He invented the Omnimovers, which is the Doom buggies. Could you imagine and, how that lunch went with Walt? You know, they're sitting there eating their, eating their uh, lunch, and 
I can imagine, I don't know if he smoked or not, just a pipe in his mouth, you know, drinking some Baileys. What I think we should do here, sir, is turn the wheels of the monorail horizontally. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, the, I mean, this dude was, he was big time, like, to do the things that he did and, and with with transportation. Anything, like that, like I said, if it has wheels, Bob Gurr had a part in inventing it. So um, that was March 7, 2008. The next day, same year, 2008, I... This has this is not really history, but I put it in there because that's how bad I'm fiending for some Cardinals baseball. Uh, March eighth, two thousand eight, celebrating at the Magic Kingdom, Albert Pujols, All Star first baseman of the St. Louis Cardinals. Don't you mean Your Albert Albert Pujols? Oh, dude. You know, there's, there's rumor of that guy coming back to St. Louis. Oh, did you hear that? That would be fantastic. No, but did I you hear that? Did that that? No. Apparently, and this could be this could be just rumor. That the Cardinals organization is talking. They should. I mean, the guy, he's a legend. He's a, and I don't, you know, you, everybody faults him for leaving, and I was bitter when he left too, but the guy, the guy did what pretty much anybody else would probably have done. Oh, he no, I don't, I don't blame him, man. It's a business. It's a business. And okay. the cool thing is, is that his family still lives in St. Louis. They have their, uh, Albert Pujols Foundation, which helps, uh, Down syndrome children. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't live in St. Louis still. He does. No, what? Since when? Well, his family does. He might not, but I his thought, family. I thought does. they sold his house and packed up and left. Uh, he just comes back for the events. No, I just heard an interview. His wife said they still live here. Oh, okay. So maybe well, they I just have they a different do. place. Maybe they have well, a different place. Then there may be something to that rumor. Ooh. Sorry, that Anaheim. Was, sorry, Matt Adams. Yeah. Move over, <laughs> dude. All right, man. So that, like I said, I'm just fiending for Cardinals baseball. So that's why I had that one in there. Um, March 8th, 2009. This is three dates. This is two dates in a row with March 8th, 2009 this time. Um, I put this one in there because we recently just did our episode for the Run Disney, which we'll be posting uh, pretty soon next week, I think. Uh, March 8th, 2009 was the inaugural Disney Princess no, Half Marathon. The, um, the marathon has already posted, Dave. Remember? Wink, wink. Yes, it, yes, it has. <laughs> yes, it has. So what's going on with the Disney Princess uh, yeah. Marathon? So it was the uh, the Disney Princess Half Marathon. It was the, the inaugural one. 2009 was the first one for that. So uh, the winner of that race for a half marathon, one hour, 18 minutes, 18 seconds. It's crazy. I will be able to run almost eight miles at that pace. How long does it take you to put in a full? Like I do four? a full marathon. Yeah. Okay, so I've done three fulls. My first one when I was young was 4:40, four okay. hours 40 minutes. My second one was 4:52, four hours 52 minutes. My third one was four hours 57 minutes. So you had worse time every single time. Yeah, because I got older. Okay, so that's what you're trying to say. Okay. That's what I'm sticking with, dude. And I might not do another one simply because you can't. What about a half? Old. What about halves? <laughs> Uh, so my half times are right around two hours. My okay. my PR actually is at Disneyland was 154. Remember mine was like 3:30, I think the first one I did. You stopped, yeah. Yeah, it was like 3:30. I think the second one was just over. I, I don't know by 20 minutes. It was like 3:10, I think, or something like that. Or See, and that's why I won't do another full for a while probably because you can't get much closer to going over five hours than 4:57. Right. And I don't want to go over five hours. All right, man. So back to this March 9th, 1955. I put this one in there because I've been going down a little nostalgia lane personally. Uh, 
with my teaching career, some buddies of mine, uh, actually Mike from Be Our Guest, and I used to teach, and we did a space week every week, and it was such an inspiration. And then when I transferred out of that school to a different school district, I just have been putting on some astronomy nights occasionally. So we just finished our third astronomy night. And um, actually, another one of our buddies was talking to a high schooler today who said she was thinking about getting into science as a career because of you, my huh? class, because of my my uh, my influence on her when she was in fourth grade with uh, with science. So um, using that and looking up the history today, I thought I'd put this one in there. March 9th, 1955, ABC airs the Disneyland special Man in Space. The first of a three-part series on space travel. And I don't know how many people know this, but they should because of Tomorrowland, that Walt had a huge interest in space travel and and, uh, just was always fiending to hear like what the next best thing was. And this was not just like a animated cartoon special. Like they had real deal people. One of the guests on the show was Werner von Braun, who was hmm. the German science, the German scientist yeah. who was captured by the Americans and, and cre- basically created the rockets for the yeah. U S space program. Forced so to. like Walt, yeah. But Walt Disney like gathered these well-known people, like people in the know about this to talk about it in public. So, um, this had a huge effect i would imagine right right around sputnik time and uh and people probably ate this one up you know as they as we quested to travel into space during our last astronomy night uh someone pretty cool showed up yeah yeah, yeah. Made appearance it was a, it was a thundering appearance when they entered the gymnasium kylo ren joined us yeah and he the, did he was place looking, went to crickets. dude it was he was awesome i heard he shredded uh, he was you know? awesome he's a little short so yeah but uh he was there and he made a great appearance and we were thankful that he made yeah, it there. Yeah, there was like 200 people that, you know, took his picture and everyone stood in line like a meet and greet. One of the reasons why they did that Kylo didn't get the uh get the th- the thundering entrance like we thought he would was that people said that they couldn't that see him. He was short they couldn't see him when he walked in. Are you serious? That's I swear to you that three three teachers verified that with me today. We were talking about it and uh we were we they said i was on the other side of the gym and i didn't even know who you were oh, talking you're kidding about. me you couldn't even see kylo ren when he that's walked in they, that's what they said oh my gosh dude you totally gotta find someone else next year who was <laughs> somebody that? who did you pick it. who did you go with who was it who was kylo ren yeah you were yeah head. i know it was me <laughs> <laughs> i thought the dude, audience would get i know that i realize it's probably the wrong cosplay dude to dress up as um because i am only five five and kylo ren is like shredded and like seven foot tall you know so gets you some of those stilts that drywall workers get on yeah dude i don't know man hey so yeah what else you got for us all right man we're moving on march 9th 1984 touchstones touchstone pictures was created and this was what was interesting to me about this whole thing okay the date marks when they released the movie splash you know tom hanks movie okay i was wondering how you're putting this in which almost, which almost was the theme for Splash Mountain, and thank God they didn't right. do that. But they created Touchstone Pictures so that they wouldn't have movies under the Disney name that were rated something besides G. Is Touch? Oh, really? Yeah. So this was like the first, you know, movie that Disney was behind that was not rated G. Is this is Touchstone the one that has the circle that kind of goes across the screen at the bottom and goes dun 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 dun. Touchstone, I thought, was the one like, that had the Pegasus that ran towards you. Oh, okay. It still looks like it's from the 80s. I can't be positive. Totally, but I think dude. That be... I don't know, man. 
Um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting that they were like, oh, you know what? We really don't want to have a PG rated movie attached to the Disney name. So that we're going to go funny. ahead and create this whole new place and call it Touchstone Pictures. Which all the Disney movies now are PG. Yeah. Like you, there's can't no, get, you don't, there's no G. Exactly. That's why our world's going straight to That's hell. That's why it's hard to play one in your classroom, you know? <laughs> yeah. Besides copyright infringement. Anyway, uh, what? <laughs> March 10th, 1985. We're going to run through a couple of these quickly. Speaking of, how are your pirated copies of Star Wars? Oh, I don't know anything about those. Okay. March 10th, 1985. Today was uh, was the date that General Electric took their name off of the Carousel of Progress, ending a partnership that started at the New York World's Fair in 1964. They ended it in 1985. I wonder so what the motivation behind that was. It just decided, I like guess. You got to keep tradition. If you're in it for that long already, yeah. you got to keep tradition and have the Disney name brand with your company. Exactly. And exactly how much money does it take to, to keep your name on a product like that? Do you think there was contracts where they were actually paying for the, you know, whatever energy was consumed by it? I don't know, dude. But I just thought, man, that's such a shame because they did sponsor it for what was it, 20 years? Before they're like, mm, you know what, we're gonna go a different route. Well, there's, I bet you they were pumping money into it somehow. Had to have. Yeah, they just right. didn't want to spend any more money. This one was uh, shocking to me, actually. You know, Disney's been around since forever, and March tenth, two thousand nine, two thousand nine, dude. That's when they officially launched D twenty three. Yeah, that's a new event, dude. Yeah, but it's that the whole organization. I'm not just talking about the D23 conference. I'm talking about there was no official Disney fan club before March 10th, 2009. Yeah, no, I really 2009. Yes, I'm telling you, that's the same thing that I said when I looked that up. I was like, whoa, you got to be kidding me. I wonder if that was. I wonder if social media kind of fostered that. You had, know, I mean, had, that because through podcasting from like. Seriously, since like 2004 or five yeah. on to present day, social media and podcasting has just created so much stuff for Disney right now that you hear online, you know? Right. Yep. I was I was shocked when I heard that. All right. And I got one more for you. March 11th, 1977 was the date that the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh was released. Pooh, who, who? Yeah, dude. Like – classic characters that get so overlooked so overlooked you know and they're not exciting they're not the incredibles they're not buzz lightyear they're just a bunch of imaginary friends of christopher robin that they just they do it like the little kids just eat them up you know like for us though winnie the pooh did it you know like for us it did it you know right because all those characters when i was a kid right all those characters i just named they weren't around because there wasn't like high energy action figures right when we, when we were little, you know, GI Joe was it, and and He Man and and Star Wars were the action. And Fraggle Rock, dude. Right. Remember yeah, Fraggle Rock? I do. I watch it every week, bro. Yeah. Um, the Muppets. So yeah, yeah. So all of those were in, but Winnie the Pooh, the classic character, Winnie the Pooh, March eleventh, nineteen seventy seven. This was when the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh was released. Um, and Who's that's your favorite it, character? Who's your favorite character? Uh, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Eeyore by far, dude. Oh, I get Eeyore? my picture taken with Eeyore every time. Every dude, time I, like, I go, I get my picture taken with Eeyore. I like Tigger. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just like Tigger. I just like how he talks. Oh, um. <laughs> and I like the hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. You know, just. You steal his tail. And yeah, like, yeah, that's hey, right. That's all right. It's okay. <laughs> Lost my tail again. <laughs> that's for how like you're at work, huh? Yeah, um, dude. 
So that's all you have for us? Yeah, that's it, man. That's a lot of right, Disney history. Um, so, you know, Dave was, has been talking about how he's leaving the show in mid-March, which is coming up, man. I mean, we're in March right now. You're going to be gone, what, in two weeks? Yeah, I think I probably got one more week of this week in Disney history in me. Maybe two if we're lucky. Two? I, yeah, what? It's only, what, March 2nd right now, right? I mean, well, we're recording on March 2nd. Right. But, um, yeah, you're so, right. You're right. You only have maybe one. Yeah, we'll be blessed one takes if us, you have two. This one takes us through someone. the 11th. I got to find someone quick, dude. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. No, so, That's... yeah, I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to do something. I do yeah. have, well, here's the thing. Since we announced uh, that uh, you're going to be leaving the podcast mid-March, believe it or not, Dave, I have had a lot of responses of individuals that do want to come on and, and take your spots. Sweet, <laughs> because the first week we did it, it was like crickets. There was nothing. Right. All of a sudden, they all, it's like the floodgates opened this past week. And we've had a handful of individuals that are saying, hey, we would take the reins. So I have a lot of options right now. And... You know, the show, um, it, it, it's gonna, it's still going to be great. And I think what I do have in store, what I do have planned, because I've been taking my time about this, and I've been really trying to think of, of what can we do with this program. I'm not just going to bring someone in, and then they're the new Dave, right? Well, thank I, goodness. Right. I figured <laughs> if Dave's leaving, then uh, the old ways of doing things are going to be gone. So oh, he called me old. No, 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 no. Like that was your era. We're going to be going into a new era here and we're going to, I think we're going to bring in multiple people is what's going to happen. I think we're going to have more of a round table type discussion on things. I think we're probably going to bring in more news stuff, more trip planning. Um, this podcast has been, you know, from the very beginning, my premise was entertainment, right? Yep. So, I have some, like, I wouldn't say experts, but, um, you know, because I don't think there is an expert when you're talking about Disney because Disney's always evolving. They're always changing. So there's not really an expert. But we have people that are very, very knowledgeable. And what's really cool is I do have someone who has been planning Disney trips for years for, oh, my gosh, so many people that she knows pretty much everything there is inside and out on trip planning. So she's going to be like our trip planning host or whatever you may want to say. Um, so I'm excited to bring this person on. Um, and Are you making will... an announcement or what? No, no, I'm not. Not yet. Oh. Uh, this is just stuff that I've already kind of thought about in the back of my mind. Uh, more of a roundtable discussion with various shows. We're still going to pump them out throughout the week. You know, I still want to do the news and history. I still, you know, want to do just the, the, the normal episodes. Tiki Garden's still going to be coming on. Uh, matter of fact, we just talked with him, and he's going to be coming on again. He's going to go back to his, uh, hopefully go back to his normal yeah. full swing of things on Tiki Tuesdays. Uh, Ethan is still on board. He's like, dude, yes, I'm all about it. Keep me coming. I can do more, which is awesome. Um, but we've also had a few others that... Uh, want to come on? I know Jeff. You know from uh, Hello from the Dark Side, our Star Wars kind of expert. Right. He wants to have a part in the show too. And I know when he's on, we do have people that chime in and text us and are like, "Dude, that dude is funny." So, so you are making an announcement? No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. So uh, Jeff is gonna play uh, a bigger role in this picture. Um, we and have, nobody knew that before you just said that. I so know, you I are making an announcement. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> so, okay, so I kind of leaked a little bit, all right? Leaked a little bit. So he's going to play a bigger role. 
Uh, Ethan and Tiki Garden are still going to do their thing. They've even offered to step it up and have a bigger role in this process as well, which is kind of cool. So we're, we're getting everyone that we've always talked to anyway and had on the show or wanted to become more part of the show. Um, Dave, you have also said, hey, I'm more than willing to come on maybe once a month and still do just a history segment or a yes. ride segment. So, so first of all, thank God that I'm leaving, right? Because now you've got all these, all these people that – I can definitely not replace all those people, so they're going to be uh, they're going to be in like Flynn for you, and you've got a a whole multitude of experts coming in to replace it, me. It's not going to be the same, buddy. It, <laughs> it, it won't be the same, but and uh, yeah, I do. I totally want to still do that, and you know, I talked in the past about how it's this this job that doesn't pay anything except for entertainment, uh, right. and it's, it's a good time. Yeah, uh, it's. It's a lot, and doing it on a weekly basis was is not something that I would like to commit the time to. It's not that I don't like doing it. I love when we sit down and we talk it out like this. And but so I would like to, I'd like to come on just occasionally and and drop a little bit of history on people just to, just to remind them who I am. I guess you could say. And, drop the uh, mic and then leave. Because that's what I do. Like I, the one of the coolest things I think about this podcast for me is that. Like I learned so much stuff that I never knew about this stuff, and and I love yeah, just diving into the, the different aspects of of how this ride was built, the whole story behind the thing, you know, who got into an argument about this, and you know what were the what were the problems when building this ride. So I do want to come back every once in a while and kind of kind of talk about that with some people if uh, if you'll have me back. No, dude, you dude, you know you're <laughs> you are Dave. You know you you're always you don't even have to ask. You know, you just show up and your mic's on, buddy. You know, so I'm thinking I'm thinking once a month, people. So there's an announcement from me. So. All right. Awesome. So you're not really leaving the show, dude. Eh, yes, I am. No, if you I, just said I, once a month, you're really not leaving. I think Nick's going to probably let me have my own graphic and everything. So it'll be oh, nice. Yeah. Sort of like Tiki Garden and, uh, That's right. That's and right. Ethan from Disneyland Discussions. Yeah, we're going to we're going to do some funny pictures for you and put them up on there and hey and you know what maybe they won't be once a month because that's that's the the reason that i'm leaving is maybe maybe it'll be once a month this time and then uh next it'll be like a month and a half and then maybe it'll be two weeks and then you maybe just, hey you just show up when you want to show up dude maybe, maybe i'll go maybe. on summer vacation we'll see <laughs> we'll see you know for we got to do a trip report when you come back though oh from yeah marathon weekend. i would love to so talk about for that. our listeners though you know running a podcast it's tough especially being a teacher and for those who, you know, Dave is a teacher, but he's also a grade level chair. And so he's in charge of the whole entire grade level. And that's just added responsibility when you're in charge of, I mean, was there seven or eight people on your team? Well, let me just say this. First of all, I have to send a shout out to Sharon because she's on my team. And as soon as you said Dave's in charge of the grade level, I've been catching a lot of hell for that. I we shouldn't say are, in charge. You guide. You guide. We are, the we are the representatives of the grade level. So remember that, Sharon. I stuck up for you. I'm not anybody's boss. That's right. No, you're not. You're you're, you're sort of like a tour guide, right? So Sharon yeah. listens to the show. In case oh, you didn't I, know. I know she does. She's awesome. And <laughs> uh, dude, she's great. Anywho. Yep. Um. So it's just added responsibility and doing this once a week. We really didn't do it once a week, Dave. I mean, we recorded what, like four times a week and yeah, divvied we up the shows and we started off just recording once a week. And that was a, that was a challenge in itself. And then yep. you were just along for the ride after the first of the year when I said, Hey, I'd like to bump it up to four and just divvy it all up and make smaller segments, which was a great idea, which you, which you were trying to know was your idea. You were trying to tell me that from the very beginning. And was my idea. <laughs> yeah, it was your idea, dude. You're such a dork. So uh, it's a great idea, right? It's a great idea. 
So, anywho, I, it's a lot of work, and it is, it is once a, once every single week, you know, to come together, and it's not even just recording in one night. It's all that energy you put into researching throughout yeah. the week, and before you know it, you're like, oh my gosh, dude, we're recording tomorrow night. I don't have my stuff together. I really got to read this stuff, and then you alienate yourself from your family that night before, and that's all you're doing, but then you alienate yourself the following night because you're recording all night long for two or three straight hours. And it's it's challenging. Like even right now as I speak, you're probably looking at me like, dude, just shut up so we can get off. Yeah, because um, we're going on two hours for this night. Of, of just so. Nick and I recording. So yeah, and that's the part that killed me. So um, I'm going to take a step back and like I said, maybe do one every once in a while when we've got the spare time. And uh, we still need to take that trip to Marceline. We do. And we never did that, Dave. We talked about that. I'm saying. If, if we do it, we ha- you have to come on the podcast, though. That's the well, only way I'll do, do it. I'm going to go there and not talk about it. Okay. Okay. All right. So <laughs> if you want, so if you have an idea, question, or you want to share your experiences on the show with Nick or Dave, contact us, mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Text us 407-674-0414. You know you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Periscope. Listen to us on iTunes, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher Radio. Simply search for mouse capades podcast i think it's about that time dave peace peace have a magical day my friends